0: Next question I have is kind of related to that. Someone is asking, okay, which local banks or banks that operate locally here in Singapore allow US citizens and green card holders to open brokerage accounts and buy stocks
1: and funds that are listed in Singapore? Okay, the answer to that is none. Okay. So um, you can definitely, as an American, you do not ever want to invest in any fund that is not a U.S. fund. Uh, you know, unless it's been structured, I should take that. John's going to say well, about a Cayman fund, and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, but basically you don't want to. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, so, so basically all those offshore funds are structured for foreigners to own it. And in fact, if an American kind of sneaks in and buys one of it, he is actually jeopardizing the tax structure of the entire fund okay so you don't want it. they don't want you and you don't want them because they can't provide you all the you know they're not going to show you the capital gains and you know when a stock within the fund is bought and sold and the distributions they're not going to show you that okay then in f- terms of opening up accounts no banks here in Singapore will only open banking accounts for you. Um, I work for an associate company of United Overseas Bank, and we are the one exception. We'll open accounts for Americans, but when we open them, we will only open them at Bank of New York in the US. So essentially we're opening a US bank account for you, but the telephone number is local. And like I said, we, we don't want your, it sounds terrible to say, but we really don't want your money unless it's at least a million dollars and really preferably to for all the hassle of dealing with Americans, we really want you to be paying advisory fees for me for managing the money. And even though I'm kind of pushing you away as a client, the last time I did this talk, I actually got a client from that. So God knows being honest right. helps. Reverse okay. Yeah. So, so just to be specific, you can, but the minimum to open it will be high. Yeah, the other, like, yeah, so anybody here, so the, so any uh, of the advisors here in town that use Pershing should be able to open an account for you. There's more. We're not the only ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably like five or six. And also, if you qualify for private banking, RBC will open an account for you, Royal Bank Account. John, do you want to add anything to that? Or? No, that's,
0: I think okay. that's right. I mean, there, Just so everyone knows that there's, there's, there's legitimate and maybe misinterpreted reasons for that. As, as Paul noted, you know, it's good in some ways that people don't stumble into accounts overseas without realizing, taking the CFC complications. These are two anti-deferral um, uh, rules that the U.S. has. The US, the IRS does not want U.S. persons to state money in foreign companies and not true up the income every year on their taxes. So they create these rules, anti-deferral rules. Um, and if you just were allowed to willy open a brokerage account at offshore banks, those banks don't have knowledge about what exactly is a CFC or a BFIC. And so there would probably be way more bad outcomes than good outcomes Not So I'm not, you know, as, as a expert on this, I'm not completely frustrated or bothered by that because I think it saves a lot of people from complications that would make their outcomes even worse. Um, but I do understand the frustration because there's absolutely no reason for regulatory why those accounts can't be open. I'm a U.S. citizen living here in Singapore uh, thanks to COVID. I haven't been back to the U.S. in many, many years. So there was nothing that would create an obligation for a local bank to have a U.S. license to open a brokerage account know, in the U.S. USS. nothing. But there's a risk that I will go back to the U.S. And I'll admit that risk is higher than it is for their average customer. But it's not that much. America is a huge vacation uh, destination for everyone around the world. Like I said, it's not the fact that I'm a U.S. citizen going back, even though that makes me more likely. It's anyone who goes and gives an instruction back to Singapore or UOB or anybody is exposing them. They just figure. They they take the chainsaw versus scalpel from take a chainsaw and everything around anywhere that says there's a US version. When really all you needed was a scalpel to really get one.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So I I should just add from the fine thing you're not missing out on anything. The fees for US domestic funds are way lower than the fees for funds that are designed for non- non-us so you're getting a better deal as well by investing into the, in the ones in the u.s so i see lots of hands but i'll just go in the order in which i saw them pop up first so sir yeah uh, my question about investing is i've got a langar account well back in the u.s but recently i went to trade over the counter trades and Vanguard is now going to be all though not allowing you to do that anymore so I mean, based on that but it makes something open up an account for pushing, just do it, it over-the-counter stock or Is that a ridiculous strategy based on. Well, if you, if, like I said, uh, you know, if you know what you're doing and you're you, then yeah, it makes sense if it's Vanguard's not allowing yourself. But I would also, you could also shop with another U.S. firm. Maybe you could do it at Fidelity as well. Or- I tried that. then um, They asked me Fidelity for a U.S. address. Mm-hmm. And when I picked up my PL box, they rejected me in the application. Yeah, so how do you handle this?
0: So much like that, starting about ten or twelve years ago, the system proliferation of the, the starts out with the EU and Europe. Now we've even got some portrait directive. We've even got the US version um, with uh, oh, what's that? too many, too many names, of legislation. But then there's a US equivalent that tracks. The the derivatives trading stuff. So again, like we like we expressed earlier, my guess is that without that U.S. address, they're saying, well, wait a minute, are we exposed to email? Are we exposed to the Singapore Trading Derivatives Act? You know, and they and they're not ramped up to uh, to comply, with, put in the the regulatory effort. And so, absent that address, they just scooch you out.
1: Oh, just out here, what kind of over the counter products are you looking at? Oh. Like so, so you know, like bulletin, like like the GBTC or so, like Grayscale Trust, something that's not listed on exchange but trades liquid on an over-the-counter basis. Some are uh, ADR and OTCs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those are all pretty normal. Yeah. Um, so yeah. recent change last year, Vanguard announced they're not do the uh, OTCs. Anymore. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I I don't I don't have that problem with with Pershing. So yeah. Okay, sir. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm just curious <laughs> when we're talking about opening up accounts here.
0: Um, what about
1: the subsidiary branch uh, Well, I'm really not. You know, I can't really speak for uh, you know other institutions, but I ima- it, I would imagine that it should be easier for mm-hmm. to open accounts there. But basically, if you're talking about J.P. Morgan or uh, Citibank to, you know, their, their operations here are to go for high network.
0: Yeah, it, it comes down to, so I'm not aware of anyone here locally that has an SEC license with an entity incorporated here in Bridge. So what they'd have to do, there are some global banks that do maintain offshore SEC license institutions, but the cost of doing it kind of Takes anybody out that's you know fifty million or under uh, from really getting access. So at the kind of affluent level, they just it it doesn't justify the cost of them to get it. So what they'll do is some of them will kind of shadow book you through here, but you're actually opening an account with their SEC licensed bank in the United States. Um, City and Bank of America can sometimes do that for certain clients. You might if you. Talk just to, to the representative from those institutions, but it's not common, and you gotta have something that makes it interesting for them. Ma'am? Long term U.S. Uh, and uh, with less than And the local map will not open the U.S. banks are looking for U.S. access you actually live living somewhere, where do you work? Hmm, limbo. No, uh... <laughs> this is a, so this is a kind of a workaround. Not a workaround. Um, so Robinhood will open an account with a US passport without a US passport. Um, If you have your old driver's license, that sometimes would be helpful. Um, by Robinhood, you can get access to US ETFs. You can keep it very vanilla and straightforward. Um, and that's one potential workaround option. Um, the other thing is you can work with someone like Darren because you can get into you know, a bond market or just a, pretty, a relatively straightforward market that isn't complex one, but you want to make sure it's not a CFC or a P. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to take a little bit of cost to do that analysis, but there's some straightforward stuff that's not highly complex or even just a straight stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. that might get you what you wanted, um, but it's going to cost you a little bit of analysis, but it'll be well worth it because then you'll at least have some growth beyond just a cash account paying you like
1: 0.01%. So if you're a six, seven, or eight figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom,